Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for May 6, 2021. It's Thursday, and tomorrow is, well, I think you know it's Friday. I, we, if you, don't, if you haven't figured that one out by now, I think we're all in some big trouble. Tomorrow's Friday, but it, there's something more important about tomorrow. It's not just Friday. It's two weeks after my second shot. As of tomorrow, I will be 100% fully vaccinated, and to celebrate... I am going to go to a diner and get breakfast. I'm going to a diner that I have not been to since the beginning of the pandemic. And they have these amazing eggs Benedict that they make. But instead of English muffins, they use hash browns. They're like Irish eggs Benedict. And they are, they're astounding. It's, I just, I can't wait to go and sit down and order that and take off my mask and eat it and just, ah, oh, and bask in it for a while, get a few cups of coffee in me, write something ridiculous, and just enjoy the whole experience. Hopefully, hopefully you've got something like that going on in your life right now. Uh, let's check in. How are you? How was your week? Was it was it a good week? Did you, did you make it through okay? Have you got something good planned for the weekend? Usually I ask that on Friday, but I'm going to ask that today. You got something good? I hope you do. I really do. I hope that if you are close to that two-week mark for your vaccination, you've got something cool planned. I know it's kind of mundane going to the diner, but you know what? Sometimes the mundane is amazing. And on that note, let's talk about passwords. And the reason I want to talk about passwords is because, I don't know if you know this, May 6th is National Password Day, or World Password Day. Excuse me, World Password Day. And it's dedicated to promoting safer password practices. So I thought, hey, why not take this opportunity to talk a little bit about password security? That makes sense. All right. So if you are one of those people who's already in the know and you know all the things about password, you can just kind of turn off right now. But the question is, so what makes a good password? And that's the sort of thing that's been argued about a lot. There's a pretty famous XKCD cartoon that talks about how difficult it is to guess a password if you're doing just brute force and how if you choose a password that is four common words, but in a weird order, that could be enough to foil a brute force attack because it's going to be relatively long. Figure five characters per word. That's four words. That's 20 characters. So a 20 character password. And if you were brute forcing that, that would mean that you would have to do at 26 characters, assuming we're just doing lowercase here, 26 characters, and it's like 20, it's 20 to the 26 possible combinations, I believe. And that's a pretty powerful password. But lots of people have pointed out that if you're just using words, well, then a more sophisticated attack could just try to use a word bank of the most common words and combine them in different orders. And so it wouldn't take 20 to the 26 or 26 to the 20th, whichever one it is. It would actually take a lot less than that. And adding in some random characters to it, uh, you know, changing the one to an exclamation point or the I to an exclamation point, changing the A to an at sign. You can obviously do that, but that's a pretty simple replacement. So again, a more sophisticated attacker could try to do some of those replacement techniques. So really, the, like, the best thing to do is have a password manager. And there's definitely a bunch of password managers out there, and they will generate pseudo random passwords for you that have all the complexity you could possibly want. So that's 
If you have to use a password for something, that's obviously a good choice. But then it gets down to, well, what secures your password generator and manager? Because that's kind of the, that's holding the keys to everything else. So if that gets compromised, then all of your passwords get compromised. And to a certain degree, obviously that is true. You can, if it, you did get compromised in some way and you reclaimed access most of them have a way to automatically update the passwords on all of your online sites, or at least they'll try to. They'll try to go through the password reset process for you. But yeah, I mean, if your password manager is compromised, that's pretty bad, which, okay, so how do you secure the password manager? Well, usually it's secured with a password, but that's less than ideal. So you probably want some sort of two-factor authentication. Now, what does two-factor mean? Most people think of two-factor as SMS. You know, I put in my password and then to confirm it's me, it's going to send a code to my phone via SMS. The thing about SMS is it was never designed to be secure and therefore it isn't. It's not a secure protocol. It can be intercepted. It can be man in the middle. There's lots of things that can happen to an SMS message, which is why it's generally not considered secure. So even though that's an option given by a lot of websites, it's not a very good option. So a better option would be one of those authenticator apps. Google has an authenticator app. Microsoft does. Facebook has one, I believe, though I wouldn't use anything from Facebook. And essentially what those do is they give you a QR code to scan when you're setting up your second factor authentication. That QR scan will then go into your authenticator and it will start generating numbers. And the number changes every 20 to 30 seconds. And when you go to put in a second factor, you have to bring up your phone or whatever you're using and enter the number that you see there. And it does whatever crazy math it has to do to determine the fact that you are who you say you are and you're using this second factor. So definitely more secure than SMS because it doesn't rely on the service sending you a message and then you sending the value of that message back. So if you secure your password manager with that, it's more secure. Now, what's more secure than that? Maybe a physical token. And that's where something like YubiKey comes into play. If you can only unlock your, pass your password manager with a second factor that's a physical object that you have on you, then that makes it even that much more secure. So the YubiKey route means you actually have to have this physical key with you and plug it into the device that you want to have the password manager unlock on. And if you don't have that, there might be some sort of lengthy recovery process. But basically, as you can see, we're moving further and further away from a password that a person remembers and deeper into the territory where we're relying on devices, applications, and features that help with the authentication process. Now, I think ideally, and this is something that Microsoft has gotten into to a certain degree and Google has started adopting, Ideally, moving away from passwords at all is really what we should be aiming for. And that's something that Microsoft does with Azure AD. You can basically get rid of the password, and when you want to go authenticate, you put in your username, and then it prompts you on another device with an authentication prompt, or you can use a code from your authentication device. And you might be able to integrate something like a YubiKey for that as well. But if you think about it, that's really much more ideal than having to remember a password. And it even gets you away from having a password manager because now the second factor is entirely within the application and not 
within a password manager that could potentially be hacked. The other thing that you got to bear in mind is maybe having some sort of single use token or a token that's only focused on a particular service. So if something is intercepted, that token is only has access to that one service and not all of your services. So there's definitely a lot of options that are not necessarily passwords. The thing that's surprising to me is the number of websites that have not updated their standards. Because I use a password manager, I still come across websites that will ask me to create a password for my new account. And when I try to generate a password, it will tell me, oh, well, you can't use these 12 special characters. And I always find that really surprising because I feel like password handling libraries are a thing that we've probably worked out at this point. So I mean, like, why is this still a problem? Why can't you process passwords that have complex characters in it? You should be able to deal with the entire set of available characters in like UTF-8. If, if you can't at least deal with that, then what are you doing, honestly? So that to me, that's always a little surprising. So for World Password Day, if you could do me a favor and go to the top five websites that you use with an account and make sure that you have second factor authentication turned on, that's my only ask. I know that I have 2FA turned on on all the major sites that I visit where I have an account and you should too. So take some time for yourself today or tomorrow. Go to those sites, look at the settings for your account, and make sure you have 2FA enabled, and you'll feel that much secure, that much more secure about your account and your future. So happy password security and awareness day. That'll do it for me for today. If you thought this was informative, why not share it with a friend? If you didn't, well, share it with them anyway. Maybe they'll find it informative. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.